Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. There were lots of theories around the impact of COVID on youth, but today's guest has something very valuable, data directly from the proper sources, parents. So what did TeamSnap, the top sports team management tool that serves more than 25 million parents, coaches, and youth administrators discover? Tune in to find out. For decades, parents and psychologists have highlighted the many benefits of children playing sports. And throughout the world, youth sports has exploded in popularity, becoming big business. As is often the case in the United States, capitalists seized opportunities to leverage an untapped and growing market, and adults started to ignore and make excuses for the downsides. So when COVID started to slow and even stop youth sports, I thought of Joni Mitchell. I'm certain young listeners will not know who that is, but the Canadian singer released the song Big Yellow Taxi in the spring of 1970, and the timeless and catchy song has withstood the test of time, especially one particular line. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Because this wasn't so long ago, and we don't have any data to measure the impact the slowdown and stoppage had on young people. But I, and many people I know throughout the country, recognize the toll it took on our children to be denied opportunities to participate in sports. That's why I was excited to have Peter Francillis, CEO of TeamSnap, as a guest because his company has a direct line to millions of parents and in turn, their sports-loving kids. And the numbers reinforce what many of us suspected. In part two of my conversation with Peter Francillis, we'll discuss that data, what he will emphasize to his young boys as they grow up, and his message to youth sports parents and young athletes. What are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Well, so Peter, you are the CEO of TeamSnap, which has just fast become one of the most important youth sports related companies and just made a huge influence. Tell me about what that's like to lead such a, a big organization. And, and I have to say that I was very familiar with it because, you know, my, my all my son's soccer team stuff is done through TeamSnap. Tell me about the organization and what you enjoy about your role and the challenges that you get to deal with. Yeah, so TeamSnap is the number one youth sports management app. We have over 25 million users, as you alluded to, big breath, right? We, we have nearly 4 million um, average users per month. We're approaching 2 million average users per day. So a big breath across uh, North America and globally. Um, and the focus here is just building easy to use tools for communication, scheduling, registration, payment collection, really kind of helping to organize uh, every aspect of amateur and youth sports, right? And so connecting families with coaches, with their sports organizations, you know, we play a critical role in the middle of that ecosystem. I stepped into this role and had the privilege to, to take the reins of the company April of last year. Dave DuPont, who was the, the founder and CEO for nearly 12 years, you know, he built a great company, right? We built great products with a really loyal user base and uh, the focus of the company always has and always will be on building great technology and, and delighting our own users and with the ultimate goal of just making sport easier, right? Taking kind of the work out of the play overall and letting the families focus on getting the kids on the field. 
One of the things that I was really fascinated about to discuss with you is you took over during the pandemic and TeamSnap obviously has so much access to parents, to young athletes. What's some of the learnings or research that you guys have seen that could be interesting for my audience to know about? Yeah. So given the breadth, right, we've got an interesting lens into youth and amateur sports overall. You know, our data says COVID, you know, obviously had and continues to still have a huge impact on sports right now. Youth sports are more than just the kids being on the field and being active for a couple hours a week. It's about the community. It's about team building, the structure and even the mental health. Um, and so we've invested in a number of different areas of research to help give back to that community. One specific piece that I think is relevant uh, was a research study that we did with the Aspen Institute and Utah State University to look at how the loss of sports impacted both the athletes and families. Right. And, and um, a lot of those results said, look, fun, mental health, physical fitness. Those are the top three goals of parents right, for putting their kids into youth sports. And all of which said all three of those main categories decline through COVID, right? Not just directly because the kids weren't on the field, but just the mental hardship of growing up and being in lockdown as it did. Uh, you know, the data at scale here showed a pretty negative impact overall on, on the children's achievements. I've really worried about just the mental health of, of kids and not being able to participate and the stops and the starts and, you know, the disruptions when somebody's had close contact and now the whole team shut down. And I was coaching, uh, you know, my, my JV soccer team last fall and had a terrific young kid who his sister had gotten sick and he just due to circumstance wasn't able to be in school or be with our team for a month. And it was just such a difficult time for him. And so do you see that things are starting to get better as things are opening up? Have you guys been able to do any sort of follow up to that initial research to see as cases are going down and as things are opening up and, and we're starting to get towards Toward spring all over our country. Yeah, there's two two sides of that answer. One is just our data, right? Given where we sit, I mean, we had over like 22 million events last year, even with the first half of the year being impacted, negatively impacted by COVID. You know, that's a big breadth of data that we're able to break down. The last few months, we're seeing things trend back to pre-COVID levels, right? Which is really good as you start to look at the number of games, number of practices, games being our strongest indicator of the kids really back on the field. We've now surpassed those pre-pandemic numbers. In January of 22 here, you know, we had a 120% increase when compared to last year when we were in lockdown, right? So more than doubling back. Um, and we're also, you know, two, three, 4% higher than we were in January of 2020, which is pre-pandemic. So, you know, all signs here are saying kids are back on the field. Sports are back in, to where they were, if not bigger, right? I think the demand here and the recognition by the parents of how important having the kids on the field, on the courts, on the rinks are to their upbringing. And, you know, again, my personal perspective, like, I don't think we get into a situation again where sports gets completely shut down. I think we've learned to live with it. What we did see towards the tail end, back half of the pandemic was just evolving controls, right? Less parents, in some cases, no parents, but coach, kids, they're showing up to the event and, you know, you'll limit the overall uh, risk by having the big groups there. And Peter, given your unique insight and also you as a father, a few years from now, as we look back on this time during the COVID lockdown and the pandemic period, 
What do you think is going to be a lesson that we can collectively learn about how that impacted this this wonderful world of youth sports? So I hope it's not a lesson that we're looking back and saying, wow, like that 18, 24 months really negatively impacted, you know, that generation of youth coming up. My boys are young. I mean, my two sons are four and two right now, but we have a number of nieces and nephews that are, you know, just getting to kind of 13, 14. So they're going through one of the toughest parts, times in in development, right? And they did so being locked down for nearly a year and a half. And, you know, so on the negative side, like I I really do hope we don't look back at this point and say, wow, like generationally that, that was a tough time, right? And that those kids are living with those scars for a while. I think everyone's really focused on keeping the kids back into kind of as much normalcy as possible. I think we're going to look back and just reinforce what, you know, I've believed my entire life growing up, which is sports plays a critical role in the development of our youth. That's kind of self-development, the lessons you learn about yourself, the values that you hold important, but also the team um, dynamic, right? Understanding that you're there to be part of a greater good and that you need to be accountable and reliable, right, to the entire team. And and how do you work in that setting? Because those are lessons, those are characteristics that stick with our kids, stuck with me my entire life, far more important than going undefeated my senior year of high school, though that was a great memory. And as a father yourself, and I know you said your boys are young, but as they grow and as they get involved in sports, what's something that you really want to instill in them about, you know, that they can take away from their sports experience? I will give my boys every opportunity to play every sport or any activity that they want to, but I will not force them to do so, right? And and I want them to come away knowing that they're in control, right? They're in control of their destiny, of their path forward, but if they're gonna commit to a sport, if they're gonna commit to a team, then you gotta be all in, right? You can't be half in, half out um, as things start to solidify because you're doing yourself a disservice, you're doing the team a disservice. And so, you know, that level of, of accountability, work ethic, discipline, things that were instilled in me growing up and playing sports, you know, I, I hope to pass on to my boys as well. And as you look into the future with Team Snap, what are areas that you're excited about? Yeah, so we're going to be bringing a lot of new value into our user base and into this um, ecosystem this year. Put a lot of investment in what we call kind of our B2B solutions. So the tools that and technology that we can bring to sports organizations, clubs, leagues to let them run their businesses better. Right. One of the things that we've seen in the pandemic is you do have this bifurcation of kind of the professional for profit clubs that have been pretty strong. They have a full-time professional staff and you know they've been able to make their way through the pandemic. But a big chunk of the team and league infrastructure across the country is just volunteer driven, right? It's parents, it's you know, local leaders that want to get involved. And so those rec leagues, you know, they've taken a hit. They've taken a struggle. And so we've been investing heavily in helping, you know, those organizations just do more with less, right? If the technology can help organize in a more effective way then the organization has, you know, a greater chance of succeeding overall. And then for the parents and the families, families look at us as like the operating system for the family, right? Every kid, every every game, every calendar for all the teams that they're engaged in. And, and how do we continue to build tools uh, that allow the families to have as easy of a time making sure the kids are on the right field at the right time, everything's organized. And so we've got a number of different tool sets that are gonna be coming out. We'll be investing in video, which will really get more of the engagement level and, and the social dynamic across the platform um, out to parents.
What's your message to youth sports parents today? Let the kids have fun. And as much as you don't want to hear it, your child is likely not going to go to the pros. And so focus on helping to develop the rest of the characteristics that your child will use to be successful, regardless of what career path they take, right? But don't over-professionalize the sports growing up. Let the kids have fun and focus on the soft skills and those values that are going to be important as they kick off their professional careers. And lastly, what's one message you have for young people who look up to you? I don't know if there's many, but, um, you know, it doesn't come easy, right? At the end of the day, you're going to take some knocks along the way. You're going to stumble, but having a level of perseverance to look forward, don't look back on the challenges and mistakes, learn from them, push forward and continue to sharpen the saw, right? You know, I've, I've gone back, I've done my MBA, I then went back on an executive certificate in innovation strategy from MIT, not because I need to, but because I wanna to continue to learn, right? And being in an environment that helps to facilitate creative thought and discussion continues to make me a better professional, a better leader. And so, you know, it doesn't come easy, but you put the time in and the dedication in, you know, I don't believe in luck, but I do believe that you put yourself in situations to take advantage of when things open up. And that all comes down to the hard work and effort that's gone into the preparation prior to that situation. Well, Peter, it has been a joy to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. Likewise, Sean, this is great, man. Let's do it again. Love the conversation. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com, and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time.